Good morning. This is Rebecca Sayre with Lift Your Spirits, the monthly sustainability segment. I'm very excited to be with you on this beautiful, sunny day. We haven't had many of those lately, so it's really good to good to feel the sun on my face as I came into the studio this morning and to be able to share some exciting things with you. You were able to dig out your um, sunglasses there? I did, Good. yeah, I, and, and I literally had that <laughs> Northwestern experience of like, wait a minute, is it in this pocket? Yeah, right. <laughs> I haven't seen them in a while. <laughs> there was a period of my life when I, I lived on the East Coast in, in the Washington, D.C. area, and I so distinctly remember the first day that I was walking out to the, the metro station in the win- middle of winter, and it was bright sun, and I just, I was like, what is going on? And and then I went and found my sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was so used to not worrying about them for several months at a time being from here. I've heard a crazy stat that we apparently have either had the highest purchases of sunglasses in this area because of we don't wear them as much rather than other cities like Arizona or that's a state, obviously. <laughs> or, you know, they always constantly wear them. So you never leave them. You never right. misplace them. Seems like up here we misplace them a lot. Uh, exactly, exactly. I've, I've, it's something I've tried to get better at in my life is right. keeping track of my sunglasses. Yep. But it's definitely, <laughs> this this morning was exactly that exactly. scramble, right, right. finding the right jacket with the sunglasses uh, in them. But, Benny, I'm excited. Um, yeah, for, we are This too. is my first show without the lovely Dina Marie um, by my side. Um, and we're going to have a really cool guest this morning. Fantastic. Yeah, it's Wendy Ferry, and I get to work with her on the Northwest Eco Building Guild's 101 Committee. And what we're trying to do is the Northwest Eco Building Guild is this group of people who have all this really in-depth knowledge about how to build green and how to save energy and save water, and they know all this really deep stuff. They're just not always really good at sharing it to the, with the rest of us who want to do good stuff, but we're like, how do we do it? So Wendy's been working on creating, um, with, a, with a small but mighty group of other people, uh, a number of pieces of curricula and classes and things to uh, help disseminate this knowledge to more folks who are trying to figure out what they can do you know, with your regular house, with a remodel, with a home you just bought, with something you might be building. How do, how do you uh, essentially reduce your energy use, reduce your water use, get more in tune with the natural environment around you, and you know, ultimately reduce climate impact. Um, One of the things that we work on a lot is trying to figure out how to help the residential and commercial uh, building sectors reduce that climate impact. Um, And then I guess just to share with the fabulous listeners out there, because you don't know me, because I'm new at this, uh, I am a real estate agent in Seattle. I work for Infinity Real Estate and Development, and we're a full-service real estate company. We do the buying and the selling and the staging and all that stuff, but our, our deeper passions are green and helping people go and live green. And that could be from building and location and building materials, but also styles of living like co-housing and things like that. So that's that's me. And so I'm just glad to be here. But why don't we um, bring Wendy in sure. so she can join the conversation? Yeah. Good morning. Hi, Wendy. How are you? How ya? are you? Good, good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I um, was just saying this is my my first show on my own, so I'm I'm excited <laughs> and and uh, glad that you're able to join us, so we can talk yeah. about some of the cool stuff that you've been up to. The first four minutes of jitters, I think, are officially out now. Woo! We're good now. I think we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> I'll let you know. Do I get four minutes too? Yeah. That was the first yeah. four minutes before when we called you. <laughs> She gets a few minutes too, but she's ex- <laughs> she she's awesome. So I'm not I'm not worried. I got your back. I got your back. So I mean, uh, and to do this, a little bit of background. So Wendy and I know each other, like I said, from the Northwest Eco Building Guild. They've been around oh. since the early '90s. Got together as a group of builders and architects and designers who wanted to share knowledge on how to uh, b- use these various techniques and emerging practices and all sorts of emerging knowledge. To, to build and to live um, with less impact. And over the years, they've done incredible stuff. Um, and, but, I guess when I first came to them, I realized that there's so much of this stuff was pretty high level and 
wasn't right. really accessible to like like myself, a real estate agent. I have a background in 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 advocacy, working on on land use protection, and really care about this stuff. But I don't know how to do it. And Wendy, you know, how yeah. about you? Yeah, well, I'm actually a program manager in the aviation industry. So <laughs> I, I uh, came to the Eco-Building Guild as a volunteer. I'm very interested in doing something about climate change. I'm very interested in doing green. And, and for the last 10 years or so, I've been trying to figure out how to uh, turn, turn things around. And, and you know, I, I actually originally wanted to work in the green industry and took some classes hoping to, to get in there, uh, that hasn't worked out so well, so I've been volunteering. <laughs> that's how I found my, my way to the Northwest Eco-Building Eco building Guild. <laughs> well, and, and now that, you know, and I, I'm going to say full disclosure is that uh, Wendy is also a client of mine. We actually just worked together to uh, purchase her and her husband, a, I would say, a very adorable home in the Edmonds Bowl uh, right. to give you the opportunity to have a, a walkable um Walkable neighborhood, yeah. Walkable neighborhood with a smaller footprint. Um, yeah. But you've been really working on, you know, walking your talk, li- you know, literally and figuratively. And um, we've been working all, on all sorts of stuff from working on this one-on-one committee together where Wendy's put together some really great materials with, with a group of people. Right, uh, yeah. I didn't do it all myself, that's for sure. <laughs> And um, then also working on uh, your your own home and, and, and figuring out how to do things like get, we, we had a, gr- a really fun adventure trying to figure out how to change uh, a existing uh, stove, uh, natural gas, gas stove, stove right. to an induction stove. And right. Yeah. All that. Yeah. It, it's, it's been an interesting row. Um, yeah. We've we've lived in the same house for almost 21 years and you know we bought it back in the late 90s and the big thing to do was was uh you know get married buy your house on a big piece of property we've got half an acre we've got a 2500 square foot home and you know just like most of us well maybe not most but a lot of us in in the greater seattle area this is where we live and you know as i got a little smarter about it i realized you know i've only got a walk score of eight and, you know, we can walk to the neighborhood park, and that's that's about it. Otherwise, we're getting in our car and we're going. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not very green overall. So, yeah, we've been doing what we can. You know, I took a few classes um, about you know, trying to understand what green building was and how to make my home green. And uh, you know, so, yeah, I've been working on that. Natural gas, um, trying to get rid of natural gas is my big thing right now, and, and the first thing to go is, is the natural gas cooktop? Yeah, but and then your new home, you're you're actually going to do a little remodel, and you're getting rid of a, a big old fireplace with a propane tank and putting right. it in an efficient little number, right? That's that's the plan, yeah. So that's that's actually the only only piece of of non electric there is in that house too. There is no natural gas pump to the house either, so that'll be nice. Yeah, should should be should be a relatively easy transition in that home. Um, and we were talking uh, just the other day. It's like there's there's a couple of things. There's the there's these well, there's many things you can do. There's things like you know getting rid of gas, um, but also in your in your home that you're you're moving from, you uh, t- did some um, audits, right? You did some right. testing and audits, and what and you learned you learned about how much energy your home uses, right? Right, yeah. So, you know, when you're trying to change your existing home and make it more efficient, one of the best things you can do is get a home energy audit. And that's mm-hmm. what we started with. So, you know, the, they come along with a blower door test. And I was looking, that's is, about a $500 expense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, whole, the whole audit was about $500, and that includes the blower, included the blower door test. And yeah, they basically what that does is it identifies where you've got leaks, um, air leaks, and and uh, you, where you need more insulation. And yeah, we found out that we needed more insulation. The house was about twenty five years old, or was at the time, and and the insulation was was not as good as it could be. It had torn apart, and it wasn't up to code anymore. That kind of thing. And and 
we discovered we had some ceiling issues, ceiling issues with the windows, doors. You know, we have there's can lights in all the houses these days. Those aren't awfully, those aren't insulated very well. But we had, we had. The funny thing is about the windows is that we had reinstalled newer, more efficient windows. And when we, the guys that did it, they only cocked around the bottom and the two sides of the windows. The top was not cocked. And, and the auditor told me that that is very common. And a lot of people lose a lot of heat hmm. out of the top of your window, which was, I was amazed. Okay. So that, but that sounds pretty easy to fix, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My husband went right away with his, his cock gun, went around <laughs> and cocked all the windows and cocked around the, the floorboards and, um, and molding and so forth. And the, our doors, of course, we had to do some, do some ceiling around there. But that's all really cheap and easy to fix. Yeah. Insulation was a little more more pricey, but uh, but we got some good green insulation. We got a good a few bits, and and we're really happy with it. It seems the house seems tighter and warmer now. Cool. Has it? Has you seen any reduction in your energy bills? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. The cost has come down. I'd say probably fifteen to twenty percent. Oh wow, with, that's cool. Yeah. You know, and that's the funny thing, right? Like that. That's that's a significant number. Maybe it doesn't seem that significant in the, the big scheme, but if if people start doing that more and more, just think about how much energy that could save. Exactly. And, and that's, region. you know, 20% per month, you know, that adds up too. By the end of the year, you're, you're paying less. So yeah. it's, it's a good, uh, it's a good buyback. You get, you get, uh, your buyback is, is fairly low on, on insulation. Cool. Well, that, those are some really good practical tips. Huh? We just, just out of the gate, we got some, <laughs> Got some basic how-tos, which is what we're trying to do with this one-on-one committee, right? It's like, okay, so how, do, how does the average person tackle this stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the presentation we put together starts out with, yeah, I want to do something with about climate change, but but what can I do? That's that's a international issue. I'm just me. Right. And you know, and what we're trying to do is, is give you some ideas and, and put you in touch with the right people, too. We've got a lot of great people in the, in the Eco Building Guild. Yeah, who who have a lot of knowledge, and we just who want to share it. We just exactly to create those venues for it for sure. Yep. I'm just looking at the clock here, and again, I'm this new radio host person. So, how are we doing, Benny? Doing pretty good. We can run off to a quick little break and uh, take a little breather if you like. Sure. Uh, okay. Okay. Or we could keep going, but when we come back, let's talk a little bit more about that gas because uh, <laughs> that, there's yeah. some some real regional uh, shifts that are happening. That's true. We'll be right back with more. Curious about whales in the Pacific Northwest? Orca Network's Langley Whale Center celebrates and shares the lives of gray whales, orcas, and other marine mammals of the Salish Sea. The Langley Whale Center is a project of Orca Network, a nonprofit that is based on Whidbey Island. The Langley Whale Center gives Orca Network the opportunity to have a public presence to share the excitement about the whales and marine mammals who are our neighbors. The Whale Center in Langley gives visitors and residents alike a chance to to learn more about the endangered southern resident orcas who visit our area and about the North Puget Sound gray whales, a small, unique population of gray whales who find sustenance in the waters of Saratoga Passage and Possession Sound each March through May. Check out the Orca Network and Langley Whale Center on Facebook for the latest whale sightings, educational programs, and events, or visit orcanetwork.org for more information. You'll be glad you did. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island in 2020. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whidbey Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit earthsanctuary.org or the Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150. 
Hi there. Welcome back to Lift Your Spirits Radio. This is the sustainability segment, and I am your host, Rebecca Sayre. Uh, I am, during my day job, I am a real estate agent with Infinity Real Estate in Fremont. Uh, real estate development, sorry, in Fremont. And then I also spend a lot of my time uh, working with the Northwest Eco Building Guild. Uh, actually hanging out a fair amount with today's guest, who is Wendy Ferry, who is a, a fellow volunteer with me. And we are working on developing some 101 level uh, curriculum and various course offerings to help people who want to live greener and reduce their carbon footprint and you know, or just trying to figure out how. How you doing, Wendy? Doing good. Excellent, excellent. Well, we were just having a great conversation about some of the the things that you did in your uh, home that you've been living in for the past 20-plus years to in- increase uh, efficiency there, like doing um, energy audits and improving your insulation, and then even right. just the simple step of, uh, really thoroughly caulking all your windows and doors and flooring that, that really reduced your energy bills, right? Right, yeah. And then, of course, there's the other, you know, easy things people can do in replacing incandescent and even fluorescent bulbs now with LEDs. Right. LEDs have come down in, in price so much, and they're so efficient, and, and they last forever. Well, okay, maybe not forever, but, you know, <laughs> a like lot years. longer than, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's so funny. I was just talking about that with my boyfriend the other day about how uh, it's about came up how we never change light bulbs just because yeah. we have you know these efficient lights that just keep going and going and going. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it's sort of like uh, Benny and I were talking just a moment ago about how we Northwesterners lose our lose our sunglasses because we don't have to use them that frequently. It's kind of like light bulbs. We're like, where are those? Because You, right. you know, it, it's so funny. When I was listening to you guys, and, and yeah, I actually, I have a, a packing list when I go on a trip, and sunglasses is on the packing list. Otherwise, I'll forget them, and I have, have to buy another right. pair. <laughs> you just don't use them. Yep, yep. Um, all right. Well, and then another thing that you brought up, Wendy, which I think is so interesting, um, uh, is your efforts uh, to... Uh, get off the natural gas habit um you just bought yeah. a new home in Edmonds and are you know you were just saying how you're you're replacing the natural gas fireplace um and that uh that tracks with some trends that we're seeing in the real estate industry and then sort of the policies arena uh, policy arenas of, of the area and then you know across right. the country it's interesting to me that that hasn't that I don't think a lot of people understand you know, natural, burning natural gas, burning natural gas is considered clean. Mm-hmm. You, you don't you don't put off CO2 for that, so so people don't think about it. But if you think about the life cycle process of something, when when we how we get that natural gas is by fracking it. Right. And you hear about places in Ohio where where people are are living close to, to um, a new fracking development, and they open they they get this strange sensation coming out of their pipe and they go and light it on or their their sink and they go and, and put a match next to it and it comes up in, in flames because yeah. you've got methane coming out of it and basically fracking releases methane and I don't know how many people realize this but but methane is actually about 30 times more potent of a heat trapping gas than CO2 is mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's really really bad for the environment and that's why you see all of the all of these environmental groups that are, are um, trying to to stop the new gas pipelines coming across. They, it's not just gasoline; it's also natural gas. This yeah. is really really bad for us. It's it's but, interesting. When I I uh, was just saying earlier, also I had a period of my life where I, I worked and lived in Washington D.C. and we were actually working on advanced fuel vehicles. And at that time, in the early 2000s, when when fracking was kind of this new thing, it was like, oh, this is the super clean energy. It's, right. it's the new thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, you see the buses running. Oh, we run on natural gas. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, well, that, that's seen, and it's the transitional fuel. But it, yeah. it really does have these broader ramifications. It's got the methane, and then also fracking is a really intensive process where they do this horizontal drilling, and they put in this nasty chemical stuff you know slick water just and so much right. water just poured into essentially the 
the bones of the earth, I kind of see it as. And uh, it impacts those communities. It literally impacts the stability of the ground underneath your feet. Oklahoma has been <laughs> dealing with oh, massive increase of earthquakes. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty intensive stuff. Um, I happen to have just uh, finished reading Rachel Maddow's book, Blowout, which uh, I, I do recommend to uh, the audience out here. It's just a, a really detailed history of the oil and gas industry and kind of how it impacts the world's policies and read a, read yeah. a lot about that fracking. But um, on the flip side of that, because we're looking for solutions and, and opportunities here, um, People are people are un- starting to understand this better, and you know not only are you know pe- people are protesting pipelines, but cities, uh, two cities in our region, Bellingham and Seattle, are considering natural gas bans and new construction. Um, right. Seattle in October uh, just uh, created a fund to help people get off of heating oil. Uh, I didn't know about that. That's awesome. Yeah, that was in October, I believe. And uh, I actually went and and testified as a real estate agent because it's interesting is that for for renters or for buyers, like heating oil is is very dirty. It's very hard to deal with. The people people aren't very excited usually when they have heating oil in the home. Um, (laughs) But, you know, you need to, to do these kind of things. You need to make sure there are systems set up that help people make these transitions. That's really key because it's. Um, you know, it is it is expensive, and it's um, it's just I, I see it that we're in a changing time. So we we have a lot of exactly. things to figure out, and you know, people are trying to figure it out. I think it was Berkeley, California, just banned uh, natural gas there. That they believe they were the first ones. So this is this is a trend that we're seeing, um, and then also there are some uh, builders in in the Seattle area that I know, and I think there are, are more, but I'm most familiar with like folks like Green Canopy. Uh, give them a little shout out, uh, who are building homes that don't have natural gas. And so, That's so the handwriting on the wall for the market is that this is this is going away. Yeah, that's awesome. Anybody that's moving into a new home should be very wary of, of installing natural gas. It's, you know, right now, not many people know about it. They all want the gas cook, cook stove or cooktops because they're so easy to use. But but really, and you know, and like you were saying earlier, induction I so want an induction stove. There, it, water boils in seconds. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. My it's, my parents have one. Do they? Ugh, I'm jealous. <laughs> and then, but you will be having an induction stove yes. in your new home. Yes, I that, will. That's great. And then, what I also love is that it cools down right away too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you, you don't have to worry about kids and touching it or or yourself, <laughs> that's my problem. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> The, the kids are safer than, than me sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and and that reminds me, like I should, this is the context in which Wendy and I know each other. Uh, is through the Northwest Eco Building Guild, and they're all about these great classes and mm-hmm. uh, some things that are upcoming. Uh, actually, on the 26th, so this coming Wednesday, uh, at the Wood Technology Center on, on Capitol Hill in Seattle from 6 to 8 there's going to be a biomimicry and biophilia class, which is a topic that I, I'm totally a geek and I think is super cool. But it's how to mimic and how to incorporate nature into design. And you're going to have an incredible panel of academics and practitioners and theorists who've been, who've been putting green into the gray, as I like to call it, and are managing right. water through bringing plants in and are using designs that mirror nature to make buildings stronger and more efficient so that's upcoming and then on on being there yeah me too it's gonna be it's gonna be cool i'm excited about the panel actually our our last sustainability segment guest uh, is ellen southern of site story and she's going to be one of the panelists there oh great as well as jennifer barnes uh who is an architect and i'm god it's terrible i'm gonna i'm gonna get back to this uh, after the break i cannot remember how to pronounce the name of our third panelist. So I'm going to double check that and, and uh, bring that up. Uh, awesome. But it's going to be a great panel. She's a professor at the University of Washington who's really gone in depth and studied this. Um, and then uh, there's going to be on the 3rd of March a small business financing uh, workshop because, again, all this stuff is great, but you got to figure out how to make it pencil, right? Exactly. Which I know you've been working on. Yep. 
And um, then another thing that we're talking about that is really exciting in the induction stove vein is that um, one of our other great committee members uh, is working on putting together a, kind of a cook-off this summer, right? Between exactly, yeah. A gas. I think, Go ahead. I think, it's, I think it's tentatively scheduled for Seattle or September. Okay. At this point, but yeah, definitely a cook-off, and she's working really hard on getting the right people there and uh, some induction stoves to demonstrate them and so forth. So, like, kind of natural gas stove versus induction stove, right? Exactly. And yep. Smackdown. Yeah. <laughs> and we were talking about maybe trying to incorporate that with some local chefs and farmers markets and stuff like that. So exactly. Yeah, that'll be a great one. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Me too. And I'm not sure if we're going to have that inside or, or outside. Well, I guess it'll have to be inside. But it's always great. These September classes is always such a great weather time here in Seattle. Right. So I'm really excited about that. Um, Wendy, t- tell us a little bit about this presentation that you've been working on uh, with the 101 committee. Yeah. So um, we we put this together and, and, you know, we start out really simple. You know, a lot of people don't realize that that recycle symbol you see, re- reduce, reuse, recycle is actually in that order for a reason. You know, everybody, lots of my, lots of my colleagues and friends will say, well, it's recyclable. Why do you want me to, why does, why does it matter that I'm not, that I'm using this plastic bottle? Like, well, no, you, the first thing to do is to reduce your use. So instead of the plastic bottle, you get a reusable bottle and then you don't have to, don't have to recycle it. Mm -hmm. We'll go under plastic recycling later anyway, but you know. That's yeah. where we start, and then we talk about if you if you're purchasing a home, what to look for, and if if you've already purchased your home and you want to remodel it, then we go through some some um, ideas of how best to do that. And, and like we talked earlier, we we start with a blower door test and a home audit, and then you can look into doing all kinds of other things that uh, you want to do. And we can talk a little bit more about that if you'd like. Yeah, give us some in-depth examples. So as far as what to look for when you're buying a home, you, know, you start you start by looking for the location. And, you know, most people these days think, okay, I want good schools. I want it to be as close to work as I can. Um, but some of those things kind of fall by the wayside and people are really focused on the schools. What they really ought to think about is your commute to work. If, if you're, if you're, not going to be close to work. Can you get there without getting a new car and driving? You, you basically you love to be able to walk or bike or take transit to work. Those would be your, your best bet. And it's so much but, more pleasant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you look for a walk score, and that walk score is a, is a number between zero and a hundred. Basically, what that is 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 the walkability to jobs or parks or restaurants or retail, the library, churches. You know all that kind of thing that you, you could walk to instead of getting in your car and driving. So that's, that's where we start. And then we talk about size. You know, the, the size of your home has grown significantly. Back in 1970, the average square foot of a home was 150 or 1,500 square feet. And at this point, well, in 2017, the average, average, square, average square foot home or the average home was 2,600 square feet. So it's wow. increased to Substantially. And, you know, people want media rooms and they want a room for guests and they want a, a separate office and they want, of course, separate bedrooms for, for the kids and everything. And, and a lot Can of I interrupt things. real quick, Wendy? I've oh, sure. got about just a minute left before i got to go to break. So Okay, yeah. So, but, you know, you can, you, can, you can think about combining those spaces and you don't have to have a room for each of those things. And, and you can reduce your space that you need in a home. Yeah, which is something you just you doing yourself. That's what we're doing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's an adventure, but it's it is an adventure, exciting. and and I have to say it is scary, but it is an adventure, and we're looking forward to it. Cool. All right. Well, hey, we are just about to go to break. We will be back uh, after this commercial break with a little more conversation with Wendy Ferry of the Northwest Eco Building Guild. I'm Rebecca Sayre. With Infinity Real Estate and Development, I am your host of the sustainability segment of Lift Your Spirits Radio. So are you interested in green building, energy efficiency, and sustainable practices? 
The Northwest Eco Building Guild is a 501c3 community of builders, designers, suppliers, and homeowners concerned with ecological building in the Pacific Northwest. The Guild empowers people through educational activities, classes, and events through the year. To learn more on how to go solar, conserve water, lower your energy bills, and create a healthy home environment, visit ecobuilding.org forward slash events today. Are you feeling blocked? Are you frustrated or confused? If so, take some time to stop and step off the treadmill so you can receive the guidance and the support you need to take your life in a new direction. A client of mine called me a personal trainer for the body, the mind, and the spirit, and she added, Dina Marie does not heal you. She gives you the tools you need to heal yourself. If you're ready for a change, I'm here for you. In person or phone sessions are available by appointment. Visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Need a day away? Indulge yourself in a sanctuary of rest at the Seaside Spa and Salon, located in historic waterfront Coopville on beautiful Whidbey Island. Seaside Spa and Salon specializes in organic spa treatments. Their goal is to create a place for you to regain balance and to uplift your spirits. Check out their website for information on spa packages and gift certificates. Visit SeasideSpaAndSalon.com or like them on Facebook to plan your day away today. Did you know how your immune system protects you from illness? Wish you knew more about what lifestyle choices you could make to keep your immune system strong? What healing approaches might work best for you? Well, tune in on the first Friday of each month when the host of Lift Your Spirits Radio will be Bernadette Pager of Informed Choice Washington. Bernadette will be joined by medical and science experts to discuss healthy immunity and how you and your family can achieve it. You can reach Bernadette Pager at informedchoicewa.org. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. This is Rebecca Sayre, and we are on Lift Your Spirits Radio, the sustainability segments. Uh, I am a real estate agent with Infinity Real Estate and Development as my day job, but uh, also a passionate sustainability advocate volunteer. And um, I'm so pleased that we are joined today by my partner in crime, Wendy Ferry, who we work together on the uh, 101, the kind of newly forming 101 committee of the Northwest Eco Building Guild, where we're working on dis, you know, creating materials that are disseminating knowledge and how, to, how we average folks can just live more sustainably in our day-to-day lives with our homes and the choices that we make. And Wendy, you were just sharing uh, some really great details of this presentation that you've been working on about how right. we could take these steps to reduce our carbon footprint. Yeah, we were talking about um, it, what to look for when you're buying a home, and, and that's what I was doing with you um, when we found the home that we're, we're going to be moving into. But, um, so cute. We, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is cute. Um, so the, you know, we were talking about uh, downsizing or looking for smaller homes and our, our, our housing footprint. And, and another thing you can look for above, above that is, is whether or not you have solar potential in your home. And what, what, what that is called is a sun number. And it's, mm-hmm. a, it's, you know, a zero to 100 score again. And the average sun number in Seattle is actually 69, which is pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. People don't realize the solar potential in Seattle. I guess a lot of people do these days because you're seeing a lot more solar. But boy, can you imagine if there was even more? Yeah, we we actually put solar into our home about four years ago, and yeah. I love it. It's it's really easy to maintain. I mean, about once a year we need to go sweep off the panels, get the dust sure. off of there, uh, and we get a nice little refund. And and uh, I mean, it really cuts down on our energy. We happen to have at, at our home we have a, a accessory dwelling unit. We have another unit. Our downstairs is converted, and so we have. Uh-huh two families living in the house. So it's, it's, it's a lot of energy and the solar really, really makes that affordable and also efficient, which is, which is really great. Yeah. You know, I was talking to, um, I work in another group as well, uh, climate reality. And I was talking to somebody there about, she was trying to work with, um, with a city committee on getting some green energy in and, and the, committee member was saying, well, we already, the state of Washington is already so green. We have 80% renewable energy. Why do we need all this solar and so forth? And part of, um, part of the reason for that is 
not only do we need to turn our energy grid to all green energy, but we also need to reduce our intake. And by doing, by adding solar to homes and, and so forth and to buildings, that will help reduce our intake off, off the grid. Right. We don't have to supply so much. Yeah, because our population is, is still growing. So, you know, we have to yep. we have to factor that in. And I also want to just give a little shout out to the concept of, again, we're always growing and changing and learning, right? Exactly. So we do have we do have a, a lot of green hydropower. I just want to say that some of that, that hydropower is not green. Um, particularly, there's some four dams on the Snake River system, uh, Snake and Columbia River system that uh, are really impeding fish passage, which is directly impacting our orca. And right. it's just a major part of the whole ecosystem. So just as we, you know, think these things through, we want to make sure that we're um, – hydro definitely has its place in the mix, no doubt. But efficiency and conservation uh, are amazingly effective in, in reducing how much energy we need. I mean, it's really, it's, it's really quite extraordinary. It is. It's amazing. And, and the way the prices have come down now, it's, it's awesome. I'm excited. Very cool. Do you think you might put solar on your new house? Oh, yeah. That was one of the things we looked for. I know exactly where I want to put solar Yay. on that house. <laughs> That's going to be so great. Yep. And, and I just want to I want to give one other quick shout out to a class that my uh, company, Real Estate Infinity and Development, is hosting. Just since we're t- we just mentioned ADUs, uh, co-housing is becoming more and more of a thing because oh, we're kind of talking right. about how we live. And we're having a co-housing 101 happy hour in class on Saturday the 29th. We always like to throw a happy hour in, in there because, you know, it's sure, fun. Sure, yeah, why not? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so it's February 29th from 3 to 5 at our offices in Fremont. Um, you can find us at uh, infinity with an I, uh, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-I-R-E-D.com. Um, and we would love to have folks who are interested in learning more about co-housing opportunities uh, to join us. Um, Sounds great. Yeah, but you know, we were talking, we were just going into the, sort of these lifestyle aspects of how to live sustainably. And, and Wendy, you were talking about your presentation that you're working on. Do you want to tell us a bit more right. about that? Sure. Yeah. So um, those are the. I think I touched on everything pretty much that we talk about when you're looking for a home, and then. Uh, from there, we kind of go in on the presentation on on how to how to modify your current home to make it more efficient. And you know, we talked about the blower door test, and it's you, know, you get the information back from the auditor, and it's really it's really cool. Well, okay, I'm I'm a geek, so <laughs> <laughs> right. I am an engineer. I can't help it. Um, but yeah, the the infrared camera will show you where where heat is is leaking out of windows and doors and insulation areas and so forth and it's it's really cool um but yeah there's a lot of things that we don't necessarily think about like we talked about led bulbs but there's also phantom modes and i don't Mm -hmm. know i I wish i had the, the statistics on this but all of those cable boxes that people have have gotten with cable company and so forth those things, if you turn them off, it takes like half an hour or so to turn them back on. So people just leave them on. Well, phantom loads, actually, there's like 75% of the energy used by home electronics is consumed when, you're, when, you're, um, when your electronics are powered off. So, you know, one of the things we can do is, is either unplug them or buy smart power strips to turn them off when you're not using them. I'm That's- actually going to put a couple in... Uh- we, we just updated some of our TV technology stuff, and I'm going to put a, a part, smart power strip uh, in there this weekend. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. That's very cool. I'm also I, was looking for, I was looking for power strips with timers and trying to figure out where there's some of those. And, and uh, yeah, I oh, haven't yeah. found any in the stores yet, so I need to look online, unfortunately. We'll see. Huh. Yeah, that's cool. And, and you know, the, the cool thing with all of this, I think, also just thinking about our region is this is a, these are emerging technologies. We are a, exactly. a state of inventors and creators and innovators. So, hey, you know, out there in radio radio land, if we don't have a good timer part, smart power, uh, I just blanked. <laughs> Our uh, smart power strips. 
smart smart power <laughs> strip. I was thinking switch. I'm like, no, no. So, so you know, smart power strip that that's on a timer that's really e- efficient and available. Let's let's create it. We could part of this is we are going to innovate our way out of this. We you know we have technologies that were developed in the 19th and 20th centuries. Well, we're in the 21st century now. So yeah, yeah, uh, it's, it's time. But what I also love, and as we we talk about climate change. Is, is things are so full circle because one of the very most efficient and greatest technologies that exists out there is this fancy thing called a tree. Uh, yeah. They're self-generating. They produce shade. They produce food. They're pretty. Um, they're, they're great. And I know that in your yard, Wendy, um, you've been talking about, you know, trees and plants, but uh, been talking about because you have a little creek that's running through the yard of this new home putting in some um, bioswales and um, kind of increasing some of the habitat in your backyard. Can you That's talk right. about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. So uh, like you said, there's this little creek, and, and right now um, the the location in Evans is on a, on a bit of a hill, not too much, but a bit, and the creek runs downhill. And, and of course, with all the rain that we've been having lately, there mm-hmm. that yard is saturated. So uh, we're going to be putting in some, some French drains to direct the water away and then bioswales so, um, just to, to try to get the, the um, water away from the house. Yep. And, and those bioswales are using plants and, and, and amended soils and um, veiny plants like you know, native plants like ferns. That actually exactly. is going to help absorb and direct some of that water and it's going to replace some of that lawn. Uh, that is not actually is not very good for the environment, but is certainly right. not managing that water either. Yeah, yeah. I don't know um, how many people really understand. You know, lawns. You look at it; it's, it's green. That's that's good. I mean, right? It's plants. But mm-hmm. but if you think about all of the the um, you're using a gas powered mower to mow it, and you're you're at you're watering it during the summers, which you know that water is. Uh, pretty is going to be more, become more and more scarce as we go along, and, then, and and historically at least there's been a lot of chemicals put into exactly. lawn care. I mean the number one pollutant of Puget Sound, and again this is kind of this is part of the reason Actually, why it takes all of us is the number one pollution is is the stuff that runs off the things that we've made hard, you know, hardened roofs and roads and lawns and all those chemicals. That's what's going into our sound. So the less of that stuff that we use and modifying gardens to use less uh, really has a, a local impact. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I was telling my husband that I'm going to tear out all the all the grass in the front yard of that new house and put in put in some natural natural plants. And he says, "What? Really? Okay." <laughs> <laughs> you'll do a you'll do a fantastic job. Well, that just reminds me, we've, got, we've just got a minute left before we go to break here. That, that reminds me to mention the upcoming next Wednesday uh, biomimicry and biophilia class offered by the Northwest Eco Building Guild at the Wood Technology Center on Capitol Hill in Seattle from 6 to 8. And that's a great spot where you can learn about these nature-based, plant-based, plant-incorporating solutions for your home and, and office building, and it'll be a lot of fun. Great. Okay, so we are going to take a break. I am Rebecca Sayre. Uh, this is Lift Your Spirits in Sustainability segment. We will be back after the break. Need information about your child's vaccinations? Informed Choice Washington is a nonprofit organization of parents, family members, medical professionals, educators, and Washingtonians from all walks of life. They believe in personal freedoms and individual choices, including healthcare choices. Their mission is to advocate for vaccine policy reform based on scientific integrity and individual health needs, to promote education about healthy immunity, and to protect informed consent and medical freedom in Washington state. To stay informed, visit informedchoicewa.org. Informed Choice Washington envisions the future where every doctor is fully trained in identifying vaccine risk factors and recognizing vaccine injury. Every child is afforded a personalized approach to disease prevention, and every parent has the freedom to make the best healthcare decisions for themselves and their families. They know every child matters. Go to informedchoicewa.org today. Are you looking for a realtor? Rebecca Sayer. 
From Infinity Real Estate and Development in Seattle is a real estate broker with a passion for helping people with an enjoyable and successful home buying experience. Infinity is focused on empowering positive futures for each of our clients as well as the community. With a deep local knowledge in green and sustainable properties and housing models, Rebecca is committed to connecting people with the right property. She can help you access a home that will increase your quality of life, reduce electromagnetic and toxic product exposure, plus your carbon footprint. Rebecca serves on the Northwest Eco Building Guild's Education Committee, where she is helping develop a series of courses for people who have an interest in living more sustainably, be it in a home or an apartment, through classes that share the tricks, tools, and resources available. To connect with an agent that serves you and your community, reach out to Rebecca at Rebecca at InfinityRed.com today. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries, you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp? That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. Welcome back. We are uh, Lift Your Spirits Radio, and this is the sustainability segment. I am your host, Rebecca Sayre, and our guest today is my good friend and partner in climate change impact reduction crime, uh, Wendy Ferry. We know each other through the Northwest Eco Building Guild. Um, It's so so funny being new to hosting a radio show, which is this wonderful opportunity that was offered to me actually by Wendy's and, and my friends, uh, Terry Thalen and Laura Elfline, who have hosted this segment for a long time. This is quite okay. an adventure, and I'm thank you, thankful, Wendy, that you're willing to join me here on my first oh, hey, this has been great. solo show. <laughs> and holy moly, we just, from the, the ad that just played, we're possibly being heard in Europe, so. Oh, wow. Interesting. <laughs> Because it's streamed all over the place. That's awesome. Yeah. So, Wendy, we've been talking today just about all the things that you know we can do as homeowners, renters, home buyers, those living. And you know, we we live in some sort of built environment. Uh, you know, hopefully, uh, all <laughs> of us. You know, yeah. except, except for some unfortunate souls. That's a that's another topic. But right. there are things that we can do with our homes that can, you know, from the easy to the complex uh, that we can all do to reduce our carbon footprint. And mm-hmm. you've been working um, with a group of people with the Northwest Eco Building Guild 101 Committee to help translate some of um, some really in-depth knowledge that that group shares and make it more digestible and applicable to more of us. Right. Yeah. And we were talking about the presentation that I've been helped. I've been I put together with all of your help, everybody on the, on the 101 committee. And, um, yeah, we've gotten through a lot of, of what we talk about. One of the things we, we did kind of miss was, you know, appliances. Appliances and right. our heating systems. Um, basically, as far as appliances go, always when you're shopping for a new appliance, definitely look, definitely look for the Energy Star logo. Mm-hmm. And make sure that's on that because it, it, the energy savings can be up to 50% over some of the standard appliances out there these days. That's really significant. And and sometimes that is a, a little bit more expensive than some of the more standard models, but the savings are really significant. Exactly. Again, it's, it's that uh, how much money you're paying over time. You know, people have to think in the future instead of just immediate and what the costs are in the future. And um, that reminds me, Wendy, of, of an adventure that, you know, you and I have been working on in, in, in preparing to, to sell your home that you're moving out of and you're moving into a smaller home that's, a, you know, a more walkable footprint in the, in the Edmonds area. But you really wanted to figure out how to change your uh, stove to an induction stove. Right. Uh, but at first you were concerned, right, that, 
the energy load would be too much, but could you share with us what you learned uh, about how, how you could kind of balance that out? Yeah, so uh, we haven't gotten there yet, but what we've what um, what we're facing right now is that our circuit panel is full, and we don't have we do need for an induction stove. You do need a higher amperage circuit breaker, and unfortunately, we just use that to install a, um, an outlet for our electric car that we bought a couple years ago. So. Um, what we're looking at now is because we've, reduced, we've replaced all of our incandescents with LEDs, we can combine a lot of that in our our um, our uh, appliances are now Energy Star and so forth. So again, that reduces the amount of, of uh-huh. load we're using as well. So combining those, we may be able to find another circuit, um, a combined circuit on that for that induction stove. Cool. Yeah. That's really That's great. for people to think about. Yep. Well, and it's like what we're talking about here, and, and I honestly think this is so exciting, is, is these are emerging systems and technologies. And, again, we here in Washington our State are really leading the way in a lot of the, the green technology options that are being created. And, and, and I think that this is something that we can, you know, we're going we're gonna to go a long way through both conservation, um, but also innovation. And so um, that's just a great, that's kind of a life hack that you just described. Exactly. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. So that's, well, so that's, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, since we're, we're getting kind of close to the end here, I just want to remind folks that there are some upcoming classes. This uh, Wednesday, the Northwest Eco Building Guild is having a biomimicry, biophilia class. You can learn about how to incorporate nature and plants both into your building and also into your design. That's at the Wood Technology Center in Seattle on Capitol Hill from 6 to 8. Wendy and I will probably both be there. Um, yep. Infinity uh, Real Estate and Development, my company, is having a co-housing 101 workshop on February 29th from 3 to 5 at our Fremont offices. Uh, love to have folks join us. And I just encourage people to go to the uh, ecobuildingguild.org website to learn more about various classes and offerings and figure out uh, how you can get involved. We're talking about one-on-one level, but what's also cool is there's a whole bunch of folks who've been involved with the Guild for like the last 30 years who have so much in-depth knowledge that part of what we're trying to do is to figure out how to get more of that knowledge out of their brains and into your hands. But if anybody out there is uh, interested in being more connected more directly, you know, please reach out to me or, or reach out to the guild. Yep, that's that it, it is amazing how, how smart those people are there. <laughs> and dedicated. Yes, very much. And they're so willing to share as well. Which I'm grateful for because they know a lot more than me. <laughs> yeah, and me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I am getting the head nod here that we are just about to wrap up. Thank you all for listening. This is my first official show as the host of the sustainability segment of Lift Your Spirits. I'm Rebecca Sayre. Uh, so thankful uh, to be able to share this information with you. And thank you to our guest, Wendy Ferry, for taking your time out in your morning and joining us and, and sharing the work that you've been doing about how to get uh, more uh, green living uh, and green home ownership and home buying knowledge into the hands of more people. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it's been great being here. Thanks. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone. And and uh, Dina Marie will be back next week to share her Lift Your Spirits programming and all sorts of things to help make your day brighter and more wonderful.